Hello, everyone. This is your friendly neighborhood podcast. I'm Kyle Swope. This is our very first story time mini episode. So thank you guys all for tuning in. It means a lot to me. Uh, in this series, as I mentioned previously in our State of the Podcast uh, episode, I am going to just be telling a story about something that happened in my life, something that obviously is on topic with superheroes and stuff. So hopefully you guys enjoy, again, just a short story. And today the story is going to be why I stopped watching the CW Flash show. So it's going to get really interesting, and I'm sort of going to tie the other CW shows into this as well. So let's start way at the beginning. So back in, I forget, I was in like late middle school, so maybe it was like eighth grade, I believe. I made a friend who's one of my like best friends right now. His name is Brian. And Brian was, I mean, he's also, he appreciates comic book superheroes, all that good stuff. So, you know, we had a lot in common. And he recommended, because he was watching Arrow, you know, the CW show Arrow, as I'm sure you're aware. And I just kind of thought to myself, eh, I might check it out. And then a little while later, it was in the summer, I remember, uh, I started watching it and I get hooked, like really hooked. It was on Netflix. Actually, I think it still is on Netflix. I'm not entirely sure about that. But yeah, I was watching it on Netflix. It was really fun. Uh, I got hooked. First two seasons of Arrow still to this day. Mm, so good. I love seasons one and two of Arrow. Um, this was before season three came out as well is when I sort of started. Uh, but in season two, as some of you guys might remember, there was uh, two episodes where uh, Grant Gustin as Barry Allen came in. And it was kind of awesome because they were kind of setting up the Flash show. I knew that they were doing that as I was watching this. And I'm like, this makes so much sense. And I believe the Flash season one was currently airing, I think. Or it was just finished. Yeah, it would have been just finished. So the Flash season one had just finished. This is before it came on Netflix. Um, and I was watching Arrow season two. Because Arrow season three would have just finished as well. And it wasn't until the next fall that they were to come on Netflix. So I was watching them. I was enjoying that. And I was really hyped for the Flash show. Because I heard a lot of people say good things about it. So I was really hyped for it. And so I watch Arrow. Flash comes on Netflix with Arrow season three. Watch them both. And it's fantastic. I love both those shows. Um, really good. Now, Arrow Season 3, eh, that might be another conversation for later. But in general, Arrow just kind of went downhill after Season 2, unfortunately. But The Flash Season 1 was fantastic, and I really liked it. Um, it was just, it was very well written. The story was really good. Um, the only thing to complain about, and now, let me put it like this. The Flash costume in that show, currently with how the show is, um, I believe they're on... I want to say they're like season eight, I think, at the time of this recording. That costume is amazing, but it took a lot of trial and error to get there. Now, when I was like 14, it didn't matter to me, really. I thought the Flash costume was awesome. In retrospective, I think the season one Flash costume was uh, pretty bad, not going to lie. But anyways, I digress. But season one, story-wise, was awesome, okay? And then I watch it. I'm really excited. I like where everything's going. And then season two comes along. And season two isn't bad. It's just not quite as good, if that makes any sense. So I'm watching season two, and I'm like, yeah, that was decent. And then season three comes along, and let me tell you, this is where um, things really start to go downhill. So if you ever watch the show in season three, you know that the villain is Savitar, okay? And I'm going to kind of set the scene for you to kind of explain what's going on. Spoilers, obviously, if you ever intend on watching the show. You might want to stop this episode right now because I'm about to spoil a lot of stuff. So in season three, what happened was uh, Savitar was the villain. I forget where he came from. I don't remember, but he just kind of shows up, if I remember correctly. And 
you know, he starts going on this big rant about, you know, being powerful. I am the future Flash and all this crazy stuff. And then the team at Star Labs, they kind of do some digging to find out, like, oh, he's the first speedster and stuff. And that in the future, this is a few episodes in, they find out in the future that Savitar kills Iris, okay? Who, if you haven't watched the show, Iris is the girlfriend, love interest of Barry Allen, the Flash, okay? So that's a pretty big deal. So a lot of the episode was dedicated to stopping um, Savitar from killing Iris. And that's sort of what takes the show to its finale, I guess. That's sort of like the main story plot. Um, and season three had the musical episode, which I, contrary to a lot of people, I actually enjoyed it, but I still thought it could be better. But I digress. Season three of The Flash, though, they had that. And as I was watching it with my friends, because, you know, I had a good group of friends, we were talking and stuff, and we were like, there's a lot of things that we think we could figure out already. So my one friend, um, in the season, we see, uh, I believe it was, I think it was H.R. Wells, one of the Harrison Wells, versions of Harrison Wells. He's kind of dumb, but uh, not, like, stupid. He's just not as smart as the other Harrison Wells. Uh, he has this little pen that cloaks his face because, you know, Harrison Wells is known as, like, the reverse Flash now, so he's, like, bad. Um, so he uses it to cloak his face so that he can, you know, go around and do stuff. Um, and my friend figured out, he's like, well, if he can cloak himself, then could he cloak someone else into being Iris so that the person being killed isn't actually Iris? We were like, hmm, that's an interesting theory. So then, you know, as the season's going on, you know, I kind of keep that in mind. And then I start thinking and putting things together, okay? So, Savitar calls himself the Future Flash, okay? Not the Future Flash. He says, I am the Future Flash. And breaking it down grammatically, because he says it and doesn't, like, write it or type it anywhere, he's, he's saying, not I am the Future, comma, Flash. He's saying, I am the Future Flash. So, there's that, plus the previous knowledge they gave us in episode one about him being the first speedster. I'm like, wait a minute. If we look just in the context of what we know from the show so far, the future speedster is Barry Allen, right? And then out of nowhere, uh, well, not really out of nowhere. They kind of build to it. But either way, they get to revealing that Savitar is a, um, oh, what are they called? Time remnant, I think, is the word I'm looking for, of Barry Allen. And so I'm like, I totally called that, like, episodes in advance. And then we get to the finale. And H.R. Wells is the one who gets killed in place of Iris because of his cloaking pen. And so we're like, what the heck? That was really lame. And the whole season just revolved around those, like, two factors. And I was like, that was, like, so dumb. You know, like, I just, I didn't like the writing at all in season three. It was not very good, if you ask me. Well, anyway, so then I go on to season four. I start watching it, and I'm just like, eh, it's okay. But I started getting busy, you know, at this time. So if... I was about 14 in season one. Then about two years later, I was about like 16 or so. And so, you know, with high school and things, you know, I was involved in a lot of uh, extracurricular stuff, if you want to put it like that. Uh, so I got really busy. And I just kind of thought to myself as I was watching The Flash, like, I don't have time for subpar writing and stuff. So I still followed it through season four. But I didn't, like, watch it, like, start to finish or anything. Um... Overall, I was just really disappointed with it. Uh, and that's just kind of how it progressed to stop. And I will say, I mean, the crossovers were pretty nice. The last crossover I watched, though, was Crisis on Infinite Earths, which I was disappointed by, not going to lie. Um, 
because I kept hearing. Well, there was one thing I liked about Crisis on Infinite Earths. It was um, uh, what's his, the guy that plays the Adam, whose name's escaping me right now, but him coming back as Superman, I thought it was fantastic because he played Superman in Superman Returns. So that was cool. I really liked that aspect. But anyways, yeah. Overall, season three kind of killed the Flash for me. I just couldn't get back into it. And I've seen a lot of clips from what they're doing nowadays. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. Like uh, the Flash and the Reverse Flash and Godspeed all fighting with uh, lightning-based lightsabers or whatever. And I saw Impulse come in with like these lightning construct throwing stars and i'm like what are we doing this is almost getting like power rangers-esque and i mean like power rangers is good in the context of power rangers but not in context of the flash so i mean it was just yeah overall i'm personally done watching the flash if you guys still enjoy it by all means go right ahead uh you just wouldn't catch me watching it anytime soon but anyways, there's your story, everybody. I'm Kyle Spope. Thank you for tuning in. This has been the Friendly Neighborhood Podcast Storytime. You can follow us on Instagram at FriendlyNeighborPod. The Spider-Man theme was composed by Bob Harris and covered by Jacob Spope for this episode. The Friendly Neighborhood Podcast is a Lumberjack Media production. I'll catch you guys later. God bless you. God bless America. <laughs>